Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So let's start. Let's get started. I'm ready if you're ready. Um, I have my first guest, Rele Bochile Caesar. She's 22 years old. She's a cancer survivor. And we're talking to Rele Bochile today because April is actually designated Limb Loss Awareness Month. And, and it's celebrated around the world. And it's a time to recognize those living with limb loss um, and limb difference as really a celebration. The whole theme is your ordinary is extraordinary and so the amputee coalition um, in celebration of limb loss and limb difference awareness month that's triple l d a m so it's the entire uh, month of april with this focus of your ordinary is extraordinary and it really is just putting the spotlight on limb loss and limb difference community and the vital need to support efforts that advance equitable medical access care and coverage. So our first guest um, has been through the journey. She has lost a limb recently, um, but you know, she is incredible. And these are her words. I made it. I'm an inspiration. <laughs> Rele Bochile, welcome. And thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, Nikki. And to the listeners at home, my name is Rele Bochile Siva. A cancer survivor and obviously an amputee. <laughs> I am 22 years of age and thank you for having me. Oh, well, it's amazing having you on the show. We we always hear mm-hmm. so many stories that inspire us to dig deeper, to look for the beautiful things in life, to look for the gifts where mm-hmm. sometimes we don't see the gifts. And this is kind of what you've been through, right? I mean, let's take us back to when you were 19 years old. That's not a long time ago. Take us back to um, when you were at varsity, um, studying your accounting degree, and you noticed that your foot was slow, swollen. Nikki, it happened in one morning. So I, I woke up and I was preparing for class that morning. And I noticed that something is wrong with my foot. It's a bit swollen. And okay, I didn't really take it into consideration. I continued with uh, bathing and, you know, preparing for the morning. And um, I usually fetch my friend to go to campus. So she noticed that, no, something is really, really wrong with my foot and um it the journey continued where i had a swollen foot a, a week passed the second week passed my foot was still swollen until i started experiencing hectic pain you know i mean hectic pain sure and i i called my mom because i was living at school by that time i called my mom and i told her that I woke up one morning and my foot is swollen. And she said that I should go to the pharmacy to fetch some medication. So I went there and when I got to the pharmacist, he asked me if something had happened. And I told him, no, nothing happened. I just woke up and my foot was swollen. And then he gave me some Uh, anti-inflammatory medication and bandages and all of those stuff. I used them until I think it was a month and a month, two months later, my foot was still swollen. And now I couldn't even wear shoes. I couldn't even wear tackies. I was in slippers. And, and tell me, Rilebo um, I mean, a month is a long time. 
um, to be, you know, hobbling around with this swollen foot and in the kind of pain that you were in. Um, so at what point did you think, well, maybe this could be something, you know, more than just a swollen foot that I need to put what ointment or, or, or plasters or bandages on? My mom actually suggested that we go to uh, our family doctor and then we went there and then I told her that it's been two months with uh, me having the stolen foot and it's in utter pain. So she also gave me some medication and bandages and all that until she said that, no, I should use them for two weeks and then I could come back. And then after two weeks, I went there and my foot was still like that. And then she then suggested that she didn't know what to do, actually. She mm -hmm. thought maybe I was pregnant and she ran some tests, but still nothing. And then that's where she decided that, no, I should go and see an orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. And, and and what happened? And and what did they pick up when you went to the orthopedic surgeon? I, I went to the orthopedic surgeon. And funny enough, when I got to the doctor, I explained um, my, you know, my condition. And I told him that um, I woke up, my foot was like this, and he wasn't surprised. He wow. wasn't surprised. Like... <laughs> And I thought to myself, why isn't he surprised? And um, he asked me that I should go and take an x-ray. And then I, I took an x-ray. And then that day, I, I came back with it. And then he looked at the x-ray. And then he saw some white spots around my heel bone. And he suspected that it was cancer. So he told me that I suspect that it's cancer, but I'm not, I, I'm just hoping that it's not that kind of cancer that I'm, I'm thinking of, because if it's like that, you'd have to drop out of school. You'd have to put your life on hold and go for chemotherapy. Sure. Really, that, I mean, what a thing to hear. What, 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 what news to hear, not even knowing it must have been quite devastating for you. So That's forward winding, Rilebohile, it was cancer. Um, and so he came back to you with, with, you know, the news that it was cancer and, and that you would have to go for a whole lot of chemotherapy. Did you did you start immediately or did you wait for a no. period of time? <laughs> no, I didn't start immediately. I think I was in denial. Yeah. I was in denial that it could be cancer because I am a God-fearing person so I have this you know crazy faith in God I, I believe that maybe he could miraculously heal me yeah. until I, I, I until I heard a voice within me saying that if I wanted someday to inspire the world if I wanted to encourage the world I would have to go through the process so that when I tell people how I overcame, I know what I'm talking about. So oh, wow. it, it, it really took a lot from me, but I, I still had faith, you know, I, I still had faith that no, I, I could make it, I could make it. And I finished that year, 2019 in varsity, I finished the academic year um, and I passed all my modules. And then 2020, then I decided that I need to go for treatment. We're going to put you, we're going to put you on hold for one second, Rele Bochile. Um, okay. We're going to take a quick ad break and then let's, let's get back to your story. So don't go anywhere. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 
Well, you're tuned to Hi FM 101.9, and this is the DR Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. My first guest on the show today is Relebo Gilem Caesar. Relebo Gilem has been telling us about her story, being at varsity, waking up one day, just inexplicably, there she had a swollen foot. Um, only after two months was she diagnosed with this rare bone cancer. Um, she resisted treatment because she said she's God-fearing and she knew that perhaps it could be some miracle, but then she realized that um, if she went for the treatment and she um, was um, healed and she could then share her story, she would be able to impact a whole lot of people. I hope that I summarized that correctly, Rene Yes, you did. <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. So you had 36 chemo sessions, many scans, and and did you have surgeries by then as well? I mean, that's that's relentless, right? 36 chemo sessions. Yeah, I had so many chemo sessions. And um, yeah, I had a, a surgery right above my um, chest, like left hand side of my chest because they inserted something called a pot. So I used to take my chemo through that pot. Yes, yes. Yeah. And 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 tell me, Rilebohile, did you carry on with your varsity, with your studies while you were going through the 36 chemo sessions? Actually, the oncologist told me that it's going to be impossible for me to continue with my studies. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't want to I didn't want to seem like a loser. So I, I, I just said, you know what? No, I'm going to continue whether you like it or not. But it didn't work <laughs> because along the way, I was also in I was always in the medical ICU. So I couldn't do anything uh, with school. I couldn't focus. I couldn't read I couldn't study I couldn't so I just had to drop out yeah yeah that's that's pretty tough that's tough so so after all of those sessions you got the news that that there was still some cancer there perhaps tell us what the next step was after the cycles I remember I was so excited (laughs) I was actually counting down the days because I used to uh, I used to take chemo a week. So I remember I was going to finish my chemo on the 6th of November. And uh, Monday, I started counting down Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yay. So when you when you finish chemo, you ring the bell. So I rang the bell that day. I was even wearing yellow. And yellow is <laughs> the color that symbolizes bone cancer so I actually felt like you know what I'm a victor I did it Mm. and after that I had to go for a scan so that the doctor can confirm if I'm cleared up in my body and the cancer is gone so in December towards January I went for a scan and the doctor, I got to the doctor and he opened the scans and he seemed a little disappointed. Or shouldn't I say a little? He seemed disappointed. Oh, actually. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, he didn't show excitement to what he was reading. And I, I became anxious. And he told me, he started by saying that, you know what, um, I'm proud of you. Uh, even though um, I read the results and they say something else, I want you to know that I'm actually very proud of you that you made it this far because at some point the doctors had declared you dead and 
it was a lot, you know. Um, so for you coming this far, I, I, I don't have words. And then he told me that apparently it, the, the, the chemo that we gave you, because they changed it twice. So the chemo that we gave you, um, it wasn't that effective to the type of cancer that you had because your cancer was very aggressive. So now we, we have ran out of options. We can't do anything. The only way is for you to amputate your leg. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you told that the treatment after everything that you went through, all the pain, as you said, so close mm-hmm. to death with all these blood transfusions mm-hmm. and being in ICU mm-hmm. and being told not only did it not work, but you would have to lose your limb. I would have to lose my limb. Oh. And now it was a decision that I had to make because the doctors had told me that there is nothing. We can't give you more chemo. We can't change chemo for you. We can't do anything. So the only option that you have right now is for you to lose your limb and then we can declare you cancer-free. That's the only way to go. Sure. So I, 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 after I received the news, I actually took like two months a break. I was thinking and I was like, oh no, I can't lose my limb. But at the end of the day, I wanted to be free. Because even after chemotherapy, the foot was getting swollen Mm. and the pain was now crazy. I couldn't do anything. And mind you, I just came from chemo. So I, I, I just had to take a decision to go on with my life and to lose my limb. What a, what a huge decision. What a huge decision. And the process of that Rilebokhile that process must have been so tough. It was, it was, it was so tough, but I felt, I felt a relief because I actually took myself to the doctor. And when I got to the doctor, I was alone. And um, the doctor asked me, do you have, is your parent here? Is your mother here? Is your father here? I was like, no, I'm alone. And I'm going to take this decision that, you know what, I'm amputating my leg because I want to be free. I, I don't want to carry this thing with me anymore. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want cancer anymore. I'm tired. I've suffered. Mm. There's nothing that you guys can do. So do what you have to do. And then God will take over. So it wasn't, it wasn't easy, especially when sure. I, I went that morning, I was, I was sure. going to the hospital I cried my lungs out. I, I I didn't know what to do. I just cried a oh. and 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 the doctors the doctor didn't even sympathize with me. He's like, you came to my office personally. You said you wanted to amputate. So why are you crying? Why are you crying? There's no time to cry. We're going to the theater. And oh. I, I had to do two operations that day. I had to remove my part where I took my chemo and to amputate. So it was done by two different doctors. Sure. So. Really, you are so, you're so brave. Now, now tell us, tell us what it is to be a, a young 22 year old back at varsity studying accounting 
you're free of the cancer and mm-hmm. you are an amputee. And I want you to give us an idea of what resilience looks like. I want you to give us an idea of what hope and faith and gratitude looks like. What, what's your life like right now? So I define amputee. So amputee for me stands for always motivates and perseveres under tough everyday encounters. So we motivate and we always persevere every single day. I am not ashamed of my scar. I'm not ashamed of being an amputee. Actually, it has become part of my life. And I embrace it as much as I can because I know the pain that I went through. And when I look at my prosthetic leg, when I look at my scar, I'm like, girl, you are an overcomer. Like, girl. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love every bit of it. And it has taught me to be so sympathetic, so empathetic. You know, I, I now... I now can really get into someone's shoes when they tell me that I am sick. I know what is to be sick and I now can give them hope. So I am unapologetically me. I I am me. I am the cancer survivor. I am the amputee. So I, I, I take life as it is and I choose to live above everything. I choose to live. I choose to be happy. I choose to inspire. I choose to motivate. I... I, I I love me. <laughs> oh, and we and we love, love you. Oh, you're amazing. Listen, you're amazing. And we celebrate you and we love you too. And we just think that, you know, for you to with with such with such pride and appreciation and gratitude and love and wanting to connect with others and all, and such as you say, you unapologetically you we love it because what an inspiration you are. I mean, I I, I you know, I, I I ask all of our listeners who woke up this morning thinking about, you know, what they're worrying about today or what they're not looking forward to today or what the stresses are to listen to you to listen to your voice to listen to your insights and and be inspired be inspired really honestly what a beautiful what a beautiful human being you are we we're so privileged to have people like you come onto the show and share your story i want to ask you the 19 year old who was diagnosed um with this bone cancer and now the 22 year old um you know you call yourself the amputee so i'll say as an amputee wait what are you the same person do you recognize the old relevo no i'm not the same anymore i view life very differently and one thing about me i've learned that i can really adapt to everything or anything life throws at me so i, I take on challenges boldly fiercely i'm more courageous I'm more brave. You know, there's nothing that I fear anymore that life can actually bring to me. So, yeah, it has, this this journey has actually shaped every bit of who I am right now. And I'm loving every, you know, every piece of it. (laughs) Oh, well, just amazing. But I, I do think that we need to also let our audience know that because of chemotherapy, there are issues. So you have issues with, is it your is it your liver that you have because of the chemotherapy no. or is it your kidneys and i know that you are you've got friends who are helping you um raise funds on backer buddy to keep you going with your medication and whatnot 
Yes. During the process of chemo, uh, my kidneys dropped to like 5%. And um, I I had, they, they booked me for dialysis. So at some point, the doctors had to stop me from taking chemo and suggested that I go for dialysis. But like I said, that I am, um, I, I pray. Every chance I get, I pray. So I yeah. prayed about it. And then they picked up to like 30 something. But throughout while I was taking chemo they dropped they picked up they dropped they picked up and uh, fortunately they they didn't pick up further than 30 something they they always remained like that so I'm currently having a problem with my kidneys which means I'm on chronic medication also with my heart because yeah, my potassium is low, so I have potassium supplements, and I take um, kidney uh, medication and yeah, some some medication as well. So it really messed up some of my organs in my body. But yeah, but that doesn't get you down. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not compared to cancer. Trust oh, me, it's not amazing. compared to cancer. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so if anyone listening wants to go to your Becca buddy, um, how do they do that? How do they, you know, if they want to make any contribution? I, I, I was recently, I was recently um, featured in the Dram magazine. So there's that the link um, on the on the the, the, the article. So I don't know it off by heart. Okay. Thing. No, no, yeah. no problem. So, so, or if, if, if you do want to make a contribution, you just got to go to back a buddy, B-A-C-K-A-B-U-D-D-Y.co.za and then put in Relebochile's name, R-E-L-E-B-O-H-I-L-E-M-S-I-Z-A. And then you can, then you can go ahead. But I just want to say Relebochile that it's wonderful having you on the show. It's wonderful hearing the enthusiasm and the energy and the excitement for life and the love of life and the appreciation yeah Yeah, you're just amazing and you know you said um that the voice there was a voice that said to you well you've got to go through this treatment so you can go and teach others yes so I hope you're going to tell your story far and wide thank you thank you so much thank you I really appreciate I really yeah thank you well, we're grateful to you, Rilebo Thank you so much for joining us. It's really been a Thank pleasure you. having you on the show. Take care. Good health. Bye. And all the best. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.